Hello, everybody. Welcome back to I've Got a Bad Feeling About This. We took a, a longer hiatus than we thought we would. Uh, it's been a couple weeks, but we're back and we're ready to rumble. Uh, Happy New Year to, to you and yours. Uh, it's 2021. It'll be a pretty, hopefully a better year than last year in terms of like real life. Uh, but it's going to be a pretty slow year for Star Wars content until the very end. Uh, so let's get some things straight first off. We are now moving to Friday episodes because we don't have a clock to beat. There's no episode of The Mandalorian that we got to put out an episode before it comes out. So, uh, yeah, we're moving to Fridays. It's just a little more convenient. We have more time to uh, record in the week, and we have more time to for Bennett to edit these episodes. Um, not that I really have a lot of editing to do because we don't have a theme song, and we don't have an outro, and we don't have ads. So, really, I'm just changing audio if something weird happens. But I'm lazy, so it's nice to have some extra days. Um... And I think Friday's just a more convenient day for people to listen to it. Thursday was kind of a weird night anyways, so we're flexing out to Friday. It's been a pretty good season of the show, I'd say. Um, I, I gathered all the review scores, and um, it actually scored pretty well throughout the entire year. But yeah, I, I just think that it was a really cool experience to talk with these guys throughout the season, you know, nail down each episode, talk about each episode, and actually really nail some predictions on the head along the way. Uh, primarily in episode one of the podcast, guys, we like nailed down a good amount of content of the season and almost predicted the entire complexion of the season um, from, from talking about who... Uh, Sasha Banks's character was going to be from talking about a reduced role for Cara Dune, from talking about Ahsoka's appearance, and even Bennett Buckles, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, predicting that Luke Skywalker was going to be in the show. Um, to which Chuck and Amari said they were going to gamble all their money if he was. Oh, I never said all. Mm, shaky. Shaky. Uh, maybe not all, but. You said you'd buy lotto tickets, so mm. better go to the store. I gotta store. go do that. I gotta go to better go to the store and buy some lotto tickets. So let's just jump right in. Um, the average rating across all the episodes. I was gonna go through each episode and say each of our individual scores. I think that's not worth it. So let's just go our average rating across all episodes. Eight point six four. Actually, a pretty good, uh, pretty good season overall. Where if you round up, that's a nine for each episode. Uh, if you look at the highest scoring episode with all three members of the podcast present, we had uh, two episodes in the middle there where Amari was gone. Um, but if you look at the highest scored episode, it was episode three, The Jedi. Uh, and then if we look at the lowest scoring episode total on average, it would have been episode four. So highs and lows right up against each other. Episode two would have been the lowest, but Amari gave it a nine. Uh so there's that then we got over to uh we, we we started to do a little bit of superlatives we had uh best character best bit character i don't know what qualifies as a bit character if i'm honest i kind of just threw it out there and the guys ran with it so that works for me best episode best moment worst moment worst character and most hype for next season so guys are we ready to talk about our picks yes yes all right yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to see Omari defend one of these picks. Just cause. Just cause. Uh, what, what? What's wrong with my picks? Did nothing wrong with them. I just want. I want to discuss them because that's what we do here. It's like a debate show, you know. Uh, no, it's not. We don't. <laughs> it's like a debate show. It's like a debate kind of. Show. Maybe not. Uh, we talk about things here. We talk about things, kind of. That's that's a better description. I I've guess. seen a couple of videos lately. Because uh, I just joined TikTok about oh. podcasts, like calling podcasters out, like how they will say things for about 54 minutes without actually saying shit. And I felt really called out as oh. somebody who's, you know, we're all three of us doing two podcasts. I just, I hope we're not a part of that demographic of podcasts. That's uh, I say some things that can get vulgar. Yeah, we say yeah. things. We don't, we have points at some point. Here and there. Here and there. All right, so... Best character. Unsurprisingly, we had a unanimous uh, vote here. All three of us voted for Din Djarin, the titular Mandalorian. Wow. Um, I, do we each have a say on this? I, I voted for him this season because he had the most character development this season. Yeah. Exactly. Pascal, you know, Pedro Pascal acted his pants off. Um, I guess you could go watch him in Wonder Woman 84 if you wanted. 
I heard he was really good, but I also heard that movie was really bad. So uh, yeah, I watched it. He was good. The rest of the movie was kind of dookie trash water. Uh, but <laughs> I liked uh, Kristen Wiig in it too. She was uh, she was Catra, not Catra. Uh, Cheetah. Mm. Cheetah. We're watching Catra. Thundercats now. Catra's from, uh, <laughs> from She-Ra, right? Uh, oh, She-Ra. That is She-Ra. Wow, man. What do you be doing with your free time? Cat, uh, new Bro, season dude, comes hey, out. Hey, no cap. She-Ra's good. No, Cat- it is. It's a great-ass show. No, I, I watched all of it. Don't don't get me wrong. I, I watched all of it, too. It ended really well. The fact that they it got did. together, I think, I was like, ah, oh, it worked more hard it, it, Different it, podcast. Different podcast. That's a different podcast. Announcing the new She-Ra. Announcing the new She-Ra podcast called... Hira, because we're all guys. Um, Sadly, what? <laughs> what I don't know. Mean? I don't know. Dean Jaren, yes. I really so anyway, Sarlacc pits. Yes, Sarlacc pits. Um, so Dean Jaren, yeah, great character development. That's why I chose him. It feels like we're on the same train there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we saw a lot more from him uh, this season than we did from last. The first season, we definitely saw like the more cold. Uh, brutal Mandalorian, but this time we saw a lot of emotion. It made mm-hmm. you really just feel more attached to his character as a whole, you know. So I right. really enjoyed that. And also, he's the main character, and he actually he's one of two main characters, but he's the one who actually talks. So true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's interesting because if we talked about season one, I think I would have been tempted to choose Grogu. Um, hmm. I also also would have been tempted. Oh, to I thought choose... you saw more Grogu this season too. Right, but like. That the the stuff we saw of Grogu this season made me like the character a little less, as opposed oh. to Din. You're really about the frog egg, aren't you? You're really beefing. I, I'm, I'm beefing with the frog egg, and we're gonna talk about that a little later because it's somebody's pick for something. But I am beefing with the frog egg because he's a little it's bastard. That's it's not my pick. pick. That's not my pick. It was not my pick. Turn off your Xbox notifications, Chuck. That's not me. Ooh. Ah, uh, I'm not even playing it. It's just on. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so Din Jaren, unanimous pick for best character award. We have one other unanimous pick. Uh, we'll, we'll pocket that for what comes up. Let's go to best bit character. I Again, I don't know what I meant by that. I think I just meant by character that appears once or twice mm-hmm. um, for an episode and sticks around. So I think that actually eliminates Boba Fett. I think that eliminates Fennec Shand. And I think that eliminates Bo-Katan. I think they are more main characters. Uh, but it includes people like Bill Burr, whose character I never... Uh, Mayfeld includes uh, Carl Weathers. I'm just forgetting character names for right now. Um, and I think it includes a couple other people, obviously, that we see going in and out of the show. So for me, I chose two. I couldn't resist a tie because you guys know that Frog Mom is my number one. She's my OG. <laughs> I frog love Frog Mom. Him. I will take no fucking Frog Mom slander. Whoa. I will kick you off the podcast if you slander Frog Mom one more fucking time, Lamar. I swear to God. Mm. Well, you know what? I'll start my own Star Wars podcast and have Chuck as a guest. <laughs> we'll have, and we'll have Blackjack and strippers. <laughs> but I've chosen uh, Car- uh, Carson Tava as my other one. Carson Tava, <laughs> Carson Tava is the Rebellion pilot who um, saves Mando from the Ice Spiders and then gets Cara Dune to join the Resistance. I think that's a really significant character because it opens the door to Rangers of the New Republic. Uh, he's also played by one of my favorite actors who follows me on Twitter. Paul. Paul he does? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dude. Be like, Ayo, you want to you wanna record Dude, some? He's, and he's been on a bunch of podcasts lately. You he's got been a on a message, bunch right? of podcasts lately. And I kind of feel like it because we both... Yeah, Paul Sonnen Lee. He's been following a bunch of people who like at him talking about star wars and he'll like tweets about star wars and i'm he, he follows my dad on instagram so wow. uh, uh maybe that'd be kind of cool but i think his character was so awesome and honestly one of my favorite moments of the series so far or the, of the season not the best moment of the season but a good little nod to the sequels was when he was talking with cara dune and the resistance theme played really softly under him talking about oh, we have to stand up to whatever else is going on here on the Outer Rim, so on and so forth. So those were my two favorite bit characters, and I want to let you guys talk about yours. Uh, you two had the same one, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, oh, yeah, we both had Cobb. Yep. Cobby. 
honestly, great character. He was funny. No bad moments. I liked it a lot, especially in the first episode. He, like, he served his purpose very well. I feel like he was very mm-hmm. just well done, you know, no downsides. He wasn't, like, too much or too little. You know, I, that's really my favorite side character of the season, for sure. Uh, actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, though, when they had the whole, uh, this is, like, the second to last episode, changing my answer last minute but uh no way when uh they had to go to like the the base and get like the information he had to take his helmet off the dude who he was with i forget mayfeld. Name right now mayfeld i actually really liked it okay I so really you're switching to mayfeld that's okay i'm okay with that that gives yeah, a little more variety so we're yeah so we're no i really out. enjoyed him now that i look back on it though because it was it was random character development that we saw for a character that you honestly don't think you're gonna see again after mm-hmm. his first appearance in the first season mm-hmm. I agree. I, I, he was he was in the running for me as well. Uh, Chuck, why do you love Cobb so much? Is it because of his dashing, handsome, good looks? Because well, as much as it seems that we all love Timothy Oliphant, um, it was it, see because after in the build up to this season, obviously something that was big. Oh, Boba Fett! Oh my God, Boba Fett! And then we get we see like right when he we get Cobb Vanth entering, it's like oh my God. Oh my god! And it's like, oh wait a minute, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. So and and it was interesting because it's not like, oh, you're angry. Oh, this isn't Boba Fett, girl. It's like, no, this guy. You know, I think Amari put it best when he was like, he, he wasn't too overarching. It wasn't Cobb Vanth being forced onto us, or it's not like he was too little. He 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 played his role and he did a good job at it. Um, and it's it's interesting because I don't I don't know if we talked about it. Or maybe it was in the group chat, but at, he he did say I don't know if Din said it or if uh, Cobb said it, but he did say I will see you again or something like that. Yeah, or I hope, I hope cross we cross pass. pass again. Yeah, so and usually that's kind of like all right, I'm gonna see you later, in in foreshadowing terms. Yeah. So you know, um, for uh, for another part on uh, were they on Tatooine again? Yeah. And on, on stupid Tatooine. Uh, that that was it was it was pretty cool. I mean, pretty cool to start the season off like that. Obviously, I'm sure a lot of people were really dying to get Boba Fett in there, but obviously, good things take time. Um, but yeah, no, I think Kamari put it best when he said it wasn't too much. He was he he fit the role well. And um, just to look at this season as a whole, I think this. I mean, this was a great season for these quote unquote bit characters that contribute to the story in large ways. Grief Karga, that's Carl Weathers' character's name. Uh, but these these characters all contribute to the story in very important ways, and they kind of shift how we view the main characters. I think Cobb Vanth was a great foil for uh, Mando, because Mando at that point was still cold, and I will say, wherever he goes, I go, but I won't hold his little hand and cry. Um, so there's some character growth there with those two playing off each other and even if you look at Gideon I wouldn't call him a bit character but he wasn't the main really um Gideon Boba Fett these like side characters that were only around for a couple episodes especially Mayfeld like Omari said we get this huge character development for this guy that we didn't even think we're gonna see again so I mean I think the showrunners did a good job of like you've said too Chuck giving us enough but not too much uh, even Cara Dune, I think we didn't get too much of her. Bo-Katan, we didn't get too much of her. Fennec Shan, Boba Fett, they just they balance it correctly. I feel um, like they did that very well, though, in comparison to like just how people are in real life. You know, you might see somebody once or twice, and they can really impact you yeah. to your experiences with them. And I feel like that's kind of what it like it's like in the Star Wars universe, where the universe yeah. is so big, you might meet somebody once, and they'll just have that impact on you that would affect you forever the rest of your life in a good Those or a bad way. And I feel like they really interactions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like they do that a lot. And just all of like Star Wars really. Ooh. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a great way to put it. So uh, let's move mm-hmm. on to um, best episode. Uh, the Jedi. I, okay. So Chuck and I have the same one. So I was going to let Omari go first. Uh, Omari. Oh, okay. Omari, go ahead. The Jedi. Care, care to explain. <laughs> it has a Jedi in it. Oh, yeah. A very yeah. That's all. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, okay. okay. No, no, The Jedi was a good episode just because of what it brought back to me. I love how, because we knew it was coming. Right. Like, we all knew it was coming. We all saw it coming. We all predicted it. There was leaks about who was going to be cast in the role. But I, it's not even like I think it's the best episode. It's just a favorite because of the history and, like, the aspects of Star Wars I like the most and how much I enjoyed the Clone Wars and those characters and how we get to see, like, a kind of sort of, like, callback to those sort of things. Right. And, I mean, to, to, to your point, it does open up the Ahsoka series as well. That was kind of a, a backdoor pilot, if you will. Uh, yeah, no, it was. And I love Ahsoka. I love Ahsoka. That's my favorite Star Wars character. So it was nice to see in live action, in the flesh, still badass, and even in, like, a whole, like, different format, different story, just to see her for the third time. It's still just... It's nice. Um, and then... For me and Chuck, we chose, we both chose a tragedy, um, episode uh, six. That is, of course, when Grogu is kidnapped by Moff Gideon, uh, the, the, the Razor Crest explodes, and also we see the return of one uh, Robert Allen Fett, Boba Fett for short. Uh, that's pretty cool. And that is also something we'll talk about more later. But the tragedy, I think it was actually a really well formatted episode. It um, has a lot of action. There's kind of a capture the flag moment, which is even what the uh, uh, soundtrack title is called for that episode. Huh. But there's just a lot. <laughs> there's like, it's interesting because a lot of the things in the Mandalorian, what they really succeed at is having one plot line for an episode. You might have an overarching plot line that colors what that plot line is, but you still only have like. Like I said in episode two of the podcast, like you have these contained adventures where mm. you um, kind of hold what's going on in that episode. And I think what I really like about the tragedy is it's a little bit of a departure from that uh, from that format because you have a lot of storylines coming together. You have the continuation of episode five, or of episode three. Um, you have the continuation of... Because the tragedy was episode six, right? Am I right on that? Yes. Must have been. What was episode five? That was the one with Ahsoka. That was the Jedi. Because that's where she tells them about the temple. And then they end up going to it. And then, no. No, that was episode three. That was episode three. What the hell is it? No, episode five is the Jedi. Yeah, okay. What the hell is episode three? And why'd we rate why'd we rate it so high? Oh the heiress. We're dumb. Uh episode three, I said earlier was the Jedi was wrong, was the heiress. Um Omari, you rated episode you rated the Jedi the lowest out of the three of us. Any comment on that? No comment on that. Let's get it together, guys. Let's get it together. Let's get it together. But uh, so yeah, thoughts, thoughts on. Oh, my internet connection is black right now. Anyways, oh, yeah. that's my thoughts dead. on the tragedy. Yes, on the tragedy. Well, what what really set the tone for me in that episode? I that when I knew things were gonna hit the fan, is when uh, the the beginning of the episode, the little uh, pre uh, the pre what's the word I'm like pre intro scene, right? Uh, when he's in the when Grogu and Din are in the Razor Crest, and Din's all excited that he can. Uh, oh, he that he knows his name. One, he he calls him Grogu, and that's no longer his kid. Mm-hmm. And he's going, he's going. I can't do his voice, and maybe if Bennett wants to, he can do his. Uh, I'm good. He's, he's going Grogu, and he goes do. He does the little noise <laughs> he did. It, it was all it was this cute little interaction. And then and then the title scene hits and it goes the title hits it goes the tragedy I'm like ah great you know <laughs> what what now you know and it, I uh, I don't think well it says a tragedy and I didn't really think about Grogan kidnapped like that's not what I oh he's gonna get kidnapped but I was like damn something big is going to happen here and uh, a lot of big things happen in that episode from obviously. The Razor Crest, which is the equivalent of a Honda Civic that's been going on for like 30 years, which we, we've seen it go even in the first episode, like in the like the first 15 minutes, we can ca- I think we can tell when he goes to capture the mithril uh, of season one, pardon me, that it's like, damn, this guy's ship's kind of sucky. Um, yeah. And, and we see it just get by Jawas. 
it's just patch patch after patch it's never like this thing gets a full overall it's just get keeps getting but you slap a bandaid on the thing mm-hmm. and then finally they were like okay let's just eviscerate that it, it's and also then, funny how much they were teasing that throughout the season mm-hmm. you know it's like I mean? oh oh it's still alive it's like all right um but then obviously oh i don't know i think i'll leave the boba fett thing but um uh sorry brain where am i oh yeah and then the the foreshadowing with this this the beskar spear obviously being the like the last one of the last things in the wreckage there was just so many things that were really that really hit in that episode uh so that's why it kind of lasted for me um and again we're gonna go to best moment but i want to i want to point something out because i don't know if it came through to you guys uh while the lag was happening Omari, you rated the, the Jedi the lowest out of the three of us. Omari, you're muted. Uh, yeah, but again, it's... Sorry, I don't know why I said best episode. I kept on... I thought of best episode as favorite episode, so... Oh. Oh, so you have a delineation between what your favorite is and what the best quality episode is. Yes, that's definitely my favorite episode. Oh, uh, sorry. If we're thinking best episode, then I'll, no, I'll probably have to agree with you guys. The tragedy. No, no, no. Right. We we can stick with best with like your favorite. I yeah, I didn't. Like, that's my poor wording choice. Um, God, this is gonna be an editing nightmare because there was just a part where I think all three of us were talking and none of us could hear each other. Yeah, I could hear Omari. I could. I could hear all you guys because I heard you talking, but you weren't oh, answering questions. Okay, let's get back on point. Let's get back. Yeah, on let's point. get back on but point. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to best moment. Omari, you have a different one again. Go for it. The return of Ahsoka. Again, mistook best as favorite. Obviously, Ahsoka's my favorite character, so that was the best moment for me is when mm-hmm. I got to see her. That's when I was most excited. So to me, that oh, was yeah. the best thing. But uh, I understand your guys' picks for sure. Uh, the whole, like, well, like, but that's also, like, kind of the same as seeing Boba Fett again, too. Yeah. Because your guys' yeah. picks were the Boba Fett. So I feel like that's yeah, kind of like the... Thing. It's kind of like the the best moments from this season. We're just seeing like the old characters come back. Basically, I guess we can agree on that. Like seeing this, absolutely seeing old giving them a get, new like, life. Yeah, giving them a new life. And so. like, if, if I had to choose a top five, I mean, it would go Boba, Boba, Ahsoka, Luke, Bo, and then like Moff Gideon versus uh, Dan. So like all characters we've seen before, and then the two original characters finally having their face off. Maybe R five D four coming back. There you go. Now we can have a top five. That's all old characters coming back. But for me, the best moment was Boba Fett's return. Jeez, how cool was that, huh? <laughs> the the, the freaking soundtrack, the slow mo. Um, and I, I definitely the reason, think it was better. What was that? I definitely think his entrance was better than like Ahsoka's. Well, I think like, I the only think reason they did that like, better. I think the only reason that the Star Wars community. Um, reacted so strongly to that one as opposed to the ahsoka one was we haven't seen boba fett do like anything cool ever <laughs> we saw him that's be like very true a petulant little brat in the clone wars and that's no offense to daniel logan because that's what he was supposed to be mm-hmm. he was still cool because he was boba fett he had that cool helmet that was different than what he usually wears because he didn't he try to bomb base windu with his dad's helmet or something like that oh yeah that's right um i forgot that and uh you know like we just we haven't seen him be his potential ever and i think i thought i talked about that a lot that week well not on a live action screen yeah exactly we saw him in the comic books we saw him in the books uh even in the new canon he was he's pretty badass in the vader comics uh for the little time he's in it but we finally see him kind of put some work in and be cool and prove that he's at least of a Mandalorian bloodline. He's not a Mandalorian himself. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people keep saying he is. He's not. He's he's a part. He's his. He's a son of a Mandalorian. Uh, but just his return, and I don't even want to specify when he comes back in his armor when they first play his theme. The dum 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 dum. Uh, but when he even when he's running around the Goffy stick is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's cool. And I I just appreciate that. John Favreau and Dave Filoni have crafted a story around a character that Star Wars fans care about and also have done it in a way that fits with the character. Because if we had made him some, oh, I'm a hero and I'm here to save the day, Din, that would be stupid. Instead, he's like, well, I'm honor bound 
to helping you because you've helped me. And then Din gets the kid back and he's like, okay, time to go be a criminal scum lord again and take over the other. And I love it. I I love it. it. I I love it. it. So that's why I think Boba Fett's return to that episode was just chef's kiss Chuck. Uh, Yeah, no, that like... See, because I never before, before the, truthfully, before this season, I, I, because I, I didn't really get into too much of the, the comics, um, and other material like that. So I, I had never really. My, this is more my cousin. Uh, he was kind of like the big Boba Fett guy, and I was like, oh, I guess he's cool, you know. Uh, and then this season, I'm like, damn, damn, you know. Uh, cause I was like, all right, what can this guy do? Cause in empire, he's like, oh, he kind of stands around and he's ominous. That's all cool, I guess. Right. And then in that's, um, oh shoot. So return of the Jedi used to be, I think when it first released, it was revenge of the Jedi. Um, <laughs> he, is, is it in that movie? Is that the barge or is that? In, yeah, that, that's, uh, yeah. yeah. He, he, I mean, he stands <laughs> around there too. And then he gets knocked in the tar like pit. You know, I'm like, damn, this guy just kind of gets pushed around. And Boba this, Fett, where? Yeah, but, oh, Boba, yeah, it's like, really? That's that's what you give this guy who you've, like, kind of mocked up to be this, like, he's, he's Darth Vader's, like, bounty right hunter. This is the, yeah, this is the guy he picks. He gets knocked over by someone who can't see. Exactly. Obviously, he's Han Solo, but he's only, he couldn't, he was blind man at the point. So, you know, I was like, I didn't really care about him. And then this season... I, you know, learning more about it and see, seeing him do that. I mean, seeing him play batting practice with stormtroopers' heads, pretty damn cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and just this, I mean, he doesn't say a lot, obviously, but he's he's a badass. That's what he is. Uh, so it was really cool. And then obviously it's not in the episode, but the, the paint job is pretty cool for, at least if we're talking Boba Fett. So, you know, and, that's, um... it launched it essentially for me. And Tamar Morrison has some just, I mean, amazing quotes about this coming back to Boba, you know what I mean? Like, how excited he was, how he was called in, and he didn't exactly know what was going on, and then they were like, we want you to be back, you're back, you're Boba Fett. Um, and he came back, and uh, he said it just felt right, donning the costume. Uh, I think he posted on Instagram... I'm back, signed Tamara Morrison. Um, I'm back, BF Tamara Morrison. So he's a cool guy. He likes that he's Boba Fett. He's been waiting for the call for a very long time, too. So it's um, spectacular they got him back involved because he's been the voice of Boba Fett for some time now. Him and Daniel Logan kind of share duties there. Um, I said duties, nice. Uh, And they've just been, uh, you know, taking that responsibility on each other and finally he gets his chance at playing live action boba that's not to say daniel logan won't i bet he'll be in the book of fett he's been very coy about that lately (laughs) uh somebody said will you be in the book of boba fett he posted angel emojis i don't know what that means so (laughs) he's a pretty cryptic guy on twitter on instagram sometimes that i i can't always follow what he means uh and i don't I don't know if he'll be back or Angel not, but I, I really, I really hope he he does come back. Yeah, like the smiling angel with the halo. He knows. He knows too much. He knows. He knows something. So yeah, I think Boba Fett, and also you have to realize Boba Fett is what got the Mandalorian craze started. Without Boba Fett, we don't have this TV show. Pretty much. Um, we wouldn't care about Mandalorians if Boba Fett didn't exist. So. I also find it hard to believe that without his presence in the original trilogy, they could introduce them later and we'd care as much. Because yeah. uh, kind of the allure of uh, him was the mystery. And then the mystery mm-hmm. kind of gets solved more so and more so on a very narrow or a very uh, broad lens in the Clone Wars about their culture. And then it gets narrow and narrow and narrow. And finally, we're at that pinpoint where we get to know more about him as a person. Ooh, okay, time for the worst part. We each have different ones, which is really exciting. Uh, so I, I'll, I don't I'll... think me and Chuck took it as serious as you looking back at their answers. No, no. Well, I mean, like, I, I have some silliness in my take as well. So, uh, Omari, why don't you go first? Uh, I said the spiders. They were creepy. They bothered me. I was kind of, like, getting chills down my spine. I will I'm agree. not going to lie. They, they I was also me. like, what's going to happen here? But, Remember uh, that thing where your like back just randomly gets that thing where you're like, Ugh. 
Yeah, like they were they were like a gross. shiver. So I guess they did their job. They did. Like they're you're not supposed to enjoy them. But uh it's funny because I actually I really enjoyed what Chuck put for his worst moment. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. But yeah. And do you uh want me to go next? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Chuck. Well, when you say worst, I to sort of bounce off what Omari said um about Syrian I, I I you know there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff like I would agree with you on the spiders. I'm I normally don't like spiders anyway. So you give me space spiders? No, no like. Um <laughs> I don't yeah. you know, I just thought that in in a similar fashion, the space spiders and Grogu eating the eggs, I didn't think they were necessary. I don't know yeah. if you can tell me why or what they did outside of he's a child and he's hungry. Tell me, please. I'd like to know what the purpose was. But I think that was just like, oh, here, he's a kid. Eat these eggs. Oh, but they're uh, a woman's eggs and she needs them for her race to survive. Oh, oopsie, teehee. Grogu's right, saying, hella messed up. Hella like, messed up. I was like, damn. All right. I mean, if they were just like a normal batch and sh- there were more, fine, I guess. But it's like, no, the, uh, in the in the zero voice, that since she like hacked into zero, oh, these are the last of my kind. I'm like, dude, what the hell? Yeah, I agree with that. When I saw Chucks, I was like, you know what? That's another good take because that it like it was so unnecessary and i just because yeah i mean if there's a reason sure but yeah there was no real writing reason i mean like and i can almost say the same thing with the spiders just because it was like okay yeah cool monster another one great (laughs) yay uh i had my fingers crossed that it'd be a wampa oh that would be kind of cool nah that that wouldn't be kind of cool that would be pretty cool i'd love to see din take on a wampa you see him get thrown around a little know. bit. You never know. I was. I hope he takes on a rancor at some point too. Oh, dude! If we could get a rancor and some more rancor content, because those I don't know. The concept of the rancor is pretty cool to me. Yeah, and fighting uh, fighting them in uh, uh, the Force Unleashed. Yeah, that's. I was gonna pretty, say. I remember playing something. Uh, mm. Okay, my worst moment. And hey, I know this is controversial uh nobody really interacts with our podcast we get a good amount of listeners but nobody ever contacts us about it which i have a solution for hold on Mm. to your buckets uh luke takes the baby hated that moment and the more i've thought about it the more i don't like it um so i I can't it's weird because i've done this little zigzag where i didn't like it at all i hated it so i was at like the bottom of the pit and then i was like well that's okay and I was at midway out of the pit. And now I'm back, uh, I'd say, a quarter way up the pit. Because I think that it's not a terrible, devastating thing that happened. But while I will say they've written themselves into a corner, I don't know how they write themselves out of it. Mm, yeah, that's, that that's was how I felt. Thing. Yep. Like, just, that's... where do you go from here? Exactly. Type of thing. What is your. Because I don't have any doubt that this team of you know the creators that they've got for this show i don't have any doubt they'll find a way i'm just at least in my tiny brain my small brain i don't know what like bennett said i don't know how you get out of that corner i don't know you know after what's been done with the three movies i'm that's what i'm my thing now i'm not going to mention them by name with those three movies you know with what we got from them i don't i don't know i don't know what you you know, I don't. Yeah. So it's just it'll be important to see. It, it'll be really interesting to see what they do with that. Yeah. And um, just even beyond that, it felt just a little too much like fan service. Uh, it felt just a little too much like, oh, we're just tossing them in there. And like I said before, give we, him didn't, Luke. we didn't really have another Jedi to give Baby Yoda to. It would have been stupid if Cal Kestis came, because Cal Kestis is a garbage Jedi. Wow. Sorry. Um, Poor Cal. Not really. <laughs> I don't care. Destroying for the holocron really just kind of pissed I me off. I don't care for him. I don't like what he did with the holocron. I don't like the game itself. You're oh. not going to get me to come around and call this generic white guy another good jedi (laughs) let me tell you what we have a lot of generic ass white guy jedis in fact the three main jedis we've ever followed have been generic white guys obi-wan anakin and luke uh so i could give a shit about cal kestis 
need a nice. I'm much more. I game. like. I like the. I like the sister a lot better. The Inquisitor. I forgot her name. Siri. Oh shoot. Uh, Siri. I don't know her name. And I like uh, his mentor a lot better. Um, I was upset we didn't get as much Night Sister Marin content. They're like, oh, you, I'm a part of the team now, and then she just does nothing. Yeah. So that's my hot take on uh, Fallen Order. Maybe we'll do a deep dive on that eventually. But I get that Luke had to be there. I get that was really your only option at that point. Uh, and you know what? Keep the hallway scene. Keep his big reveal. But instead of being like, oh, I'm taking this kid now, make him be like, he's formed an attachment to you. He's yours. And then he leaves. Because that's what Luke Skywalker probably would have done. Because we've shown that he doesn't really play by all the Jedi rules anymore. <sighs> I didn't like that moment. I'm, I'm sure, like you said, Chuck, they can write their way out of it. Because I wouldn't trust, I wouldn't trust uh, any other writing team more than this writing team. Because John Favreau is a, a freaking genius in building a universe right now. He's like on par with Kevin Fahey all of a sudden. Joss Whedon wants to be John Favreau so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I will accept Joss Whedon slander because he's apparently not that great of a guy, uh, according to Ray Fisher Cyborg. Oh, yeah. Uh, so there you go. All right, let's get into worst character. This is our <laughs> this is our second unanimous <laughs> decision. I hope I didn't influence your guys' opinions with this pick. Uh, oh no, you super did. You super did. I didn't really have a character I didn't like, so I was like, uh, as a joke, I was like, yeah, Mithril. <laughs> Just like I'll go with it. Yeah, it's the Mithril. Mithril. I didn't care about this guy. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't think he's, I don't think there's any like worst character. Like, I think that's like a bad. Like I don't think there's any like worst. Just compared like, to the he was others. just a little too Jar Jar Binks for me. You know. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's dude. so disrespectful. Let's calm oh. down with that one. Well, so- I mean, I can see the similarities. Dude has been in some trouble. And he's just kind of a goof, you know? No. Yeah, he's a goof. Like, he has I some mean, use because he's, like, he's a technical guy and he knows how to do tech yeah. stuff. Which they didn't explain, by the way. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Uh, but he knows how to do, like, this weird Imperial stuff. Uh, so he has some inside knowledge there. <sighs> but uh, he was useless. He was dumb. I didn't care for him. Um, they could have just had... I don't know, Cara Dune do that and be like, when I was a drop trooper, they taught me how to do this, I guess. There you Apparently. go. Or mm-hmm. Grief Karga, when I was a drifter, I figured out how to do this. Because, I mean, I'm guessing Grief Karga is one of those guys who worked his way up. I don't know, maybe he was royalty, uh, like a magistrate before he was who we see him as, but whatever. Mithril wasn't important to me. I didn't care for him. I knew this was going to be our shortest segment because there's not a lot to talk about Mithril. <laughs> he kind of sucks. I can't believe, Amari, you, you're saying that you didn't like, like you didn't find another character you didn't like. Not even like Kelly I, mean, I, I mean, I feel like every character served their purpose. Like when I think of Jar Jar Binks, I'm like, okay, you're doing too much. You're very annoying. I feel like Mithril wasn't like okay. a worse or like bad character in any way. He served his purpose. He wasn't extra. He wasn't like annoying or nothing. You know, he was um, a sort of comic relief. But, like, when you say worst character, I'm thinking, like, okay, Jar Jar Binks needs to shut the fuck up right now before I rip my ears <laughs> off. Uh, and uh, character we miss like, that's, most. That's what, character we're going to miss what, most. I think this is unanimous. Jeans guy. Uh, uh, rest in peace. Man. Eddie well, I think Alan. he's alive. He's just, not on the, he's just not on the... He's just not on the... Bring a him part back. Maybe, maybe Cara Dune. We'll see what happens. We'll uh, see what happens there. I don't know if I'll miss her that much. Um, Jesus. That wasn't a real <laughs> Most hype for next season, Omari, lay it on me. Because I actually think uh, it's really interesting. Okay, well, I just thought about this. One, this is really quick. So I have two. But uh, new okay, ship, obviously, he has to get a new ship. So That's I'm a good excited point. to see what they do with that. But uh, the answer I told you all guys was, uh, I'm just wondering how the writers will make up for the lack of Baby Yoda due to the fact that he has most of the internet like in love with him, and mm-hmm. a large part of people watch the show after it's like, oh, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, he's so cute, he's so adorable. So now I got to find something else to keep the fans. Like when you look at like tweets from the Mandalorian, they're all like most of them are gifs of Baby Yoda doing cute stuff. Like right. that makes up most of the Mandalorian fan base, you know. So I'm just wondering how they will fill this hole that is there. Or maybe next season we'll start off with Luke dropping off Baby Yoda because some shit's going down. But, like, who knows? 
Yeah, take the kid back. Right. <laughs> take him back. Like, as of right now, I'm wondering how they're going to adapt to that because it's it. He was really he was like he made up like eighty percent. I'm like. You're not wrong. Know, I mean, I'm sure that the, I mean I'm how people worried. saw the Mandalorian. I'm worried there'll be a dip in viewership. I mean, like, like I, my dad has no idea what the Mandalorian is, but he knows who Baby Yoda is. Exactly. Just, uh, like, which is funny to me because it's not a Baby Yoda show; it's the Mandalorian. So <laughs> let's we'll see how they fix that. Um, Chuck, ours are kind of related, so I'll let you go first. Uh, what? Oh shoot! I don't want to say too much, but it's uh, obviously with a little dilemma. Uh, when uh, Din came in with the damn dark, uh, yeah, just sitting in his hand, and Bo-Katan's like, um, <laughs> what the f is? What is this? What is this? It's it's like okay, and then obviously that had to kind of get pushed. That issue had to be pushed to the side because of everything that took place in the moments following. Uh, but while it got pushed aside, we didn't really find out what happens like she because uh, I'm, I'm sure it's still in her mind i'm sure that's still something that's bothering bo right. um so uh it, it's uh the, the a lot of the memes i see are uh that it's like oh have to fight dinjarin for the dark saber or instead just marry him <laughs> not gonna happen maybe but, um, you don't I, know that would be that would be a plot twist maybe they fall that, in love Oh my god, Bo-Katan. I can take my helmet off now. Well, you showed me it was a cult. No, I'm kidding. Well, you know, she's a terrorist, by the way, in case you haven't not seen anymore, Not anymore, not anymore. She's well, super is, super is a terrorist. Well, okay, if we want to get into that, she was definitely being manipulated by Gar Saxon. Mm, true. And the Vizlas. Okay. She she has war crimes on her record, is my she, point. She does, but like so does um, I was gonna say something like vaguely perfect. Everyone in Star Wars. We're not gonna go there. Yeah. <laughs> that is technically true. Oh uh, hey, Obi-Wan. <laughs> he's got a couple on his record. Ah, uh, damn. He's no saint, I guess. No, yeah, but yeah, that, that that's that's my point, is I'm 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 interested to see how that gets resolved as well. But. Yeah. Um yeah, so mine is about the retaking Mandalore. I don't really have a lot of speculation because this could either happen in the first four episodes or the last four episodes. They have a lot of direction they can go with it. Um, I don't even feel like making a Hail Mary assumption either because we have literally no information right now about next season. They're... By the time um, season one was all the way released, season two had already been finished filming or at least almost done with production or uh, filming and it was going into post-production. So I uh, don't know how much we know about the season yet. There aren't really any rumors yet. So I'm interested to see more of those as they come out. But my only real shot I'm willing to take is that it will be about the retaking of Mandalore. And I think that's a brilliant storyline to put forth. I worry. I, mean, I wonder if it's. I just the only thing I'm worried about is that it takes up too much time because holy shit! If you think about it, we've spent a lot of time there recently in Star Wars, uh, between Rebels, Clone Wars, and maybe the next season of The Mandalorian. Do you think fans mind though? I don't, but I'm worried. It's kind of like Lothal, where a lot of time was spent there. Or Lothal? How do you say that? Lothal. Lothal. Yeah, uh, a lot of time was spent there too. Um, just these epicenters, kind of. It gets weird because you have a whole galaxy to to deal with, and we keep coming back to these places. Why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? Good question, Finn. Why does everyone want to go back to Tatooine, Mandalore, and Lothal? Uh, you got a galaxy to play with, you guys. I don't know why we keep focusing on one planet, but this makes it really sound like I'm not excited. I'm really hyped because I am somebody who just buys into the hype of Mandalore. Um, I've liked Mandalorian since I was a little boy because I thought Boba Fett was a badass. So, of course, I read a lot of Boba Fett shit. Uh, and I just got submersed in that type of... Um, that type that kind of nerd cult's following of... I don't want to say cult following right now, but with how they look at the Mandalorians and the Mandalorian mercs are a really cool thing. And, like, meeting those guys at Comic-Con are always cool because they're just friendly guys. Um, 
friendly people. And uh, the books, the Republic Commando books that deal heavily with the Mandalorian culture, it's just, it's something I've been following for a really long time, and it's cool to see it in live action. Uh, it was pretty cool to see it in Clone Wars, don't get me wrong, but to see it in live action is something special to me. And I think the retaking of Mandalore will be another special thing we get to see on screen, and I think it, sh it should be good. I just worry that it'll take up way too much time, much like my answer has. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know. My I thing mean, about that is, though, like, if you think about the past two seasons, there's always like side like stuff going on. Like, right, you you are right. So, I wonder if this is gonna be like i feel like something else like because now they're gonna have to address either gonna make a are they gonna make like a boba fett series yeah, to address what happened at the end of the season or is that gonna be something addressed in Mandalorian? the book of boba is its own oh. show oh okay then so it's all it's yeah allegedly... i don't know what else they could be addressing yeah i mean the grogu grogu coming back um yeah it, but it, it makes like me wonder it makes me wonder if luke will be in the next season you know what i mean for, for no, more than no I, I don't think so I right, but like, doesn't. will we have a split story between Din and Baby Yoda, or will just he not be there at all? I mean, that's what I mean. It's hard to speculate right now. It's, I mean, it's called the Mandalorian. Oh, God, Omar, you keep using this in different ways. You keep, you keep using... <laughs> <laughs> right. At least I'm consistent, though. I'm consistent. Um, I just I don't know what they'll end up doing, and I think that's what's so interesting about where we are with this show right now is last season we kind of had a direction go find the jedi okay that gave us a lot of stuff to play with this one we don't even know if din's gonna go help them take mandalore this could be something that doesn't even happen because at least not right now it could i mean we're definitely shading that way because they wouldn't introduce that plot line without resolving it uh but you know we had bo katan be like so now that you got the kid back, you should rethink helping us. And Din's like, "Yeah, maybe. We'll see." <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Did you take the like kid a... for me? My my ship's gone. So <laughs> he okay. Honestly, if you really hey, what's think his about, wife though, about now, right that, now, that, that kid was his say, whole life. I was about to say, Din Jaren is down bad right now. Yes. He's down atrocious right now because he has no money. Because he hasn't taken a job for a while. No money. No car. No, no money. No car. No son. No I son. Mean. No. Nothing. He got a really dark saber. Also. I he's guess he's got a dark saber for now. Honestly, he probably did go with the other Mandalorians because he obviously didn't go. Well, he needed a ride home. He didn't have a ride exactly. <laughs> Guys, can I go with you? Did he just take the Imperial ship? He was like, "I will." This is. I, I got this. Please. No, but that because remember, Bo-Katan, That was her. That was a deal. Bo-Katan takes a ship. Oh, that's right. To help storm. So I guess maybe we could even have that. Like, maybe Mandalorian Season 3 takes place... I mean, we've only talked about time skip, but what if it takes place immediately after Mandalorian Season 2? Mm, it could be either or. It really could. when that Boba Fett stuff takes place either. Exactly, dude. Like, this is such a weird crossroads. So, uh, we'll probably get more information about Boba gonna Fett. going to be crazy. We'll get more information about Boba Fett sooner than later, because production, it is in production. Uh, John Favreau com confirmed that in his Good Morning America interview around Christmas time, around our last episode, actually. Um, my stomach just grumbled so loud. And it's definitely on comms, too. <laughs> okay, cool. We'll just cut that part out. Um, <laughs> and Yeah! So I'm super excited, super excited. Yeah, it's exciting because we there's the, a lot to the, think about. There is a lot to think about, but the interesting thing is, and I, I wrote in speculation because I was thinking that we'd have some speculation to throw around. Well, but... it's interesting to think what can well, like. Let's just take it. Let's just take this. What? Where do we think we're gonna be at episode one? I feel like some crazy stuff is gonna happen episode one because usually. TV shows, sorry, my bad. TV's like the first season, it ended with some crazy stuff to set up for season two. Well, this two. is a TV show. But Why are you apologizing? Oh, yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> uh, it's on a streaming service, but it's technically a show. 
yeah. No, okay, but usually we see something like that where it will be something crazy happened in the last episode to set up mm-hmm. for the next season. But nothing Especially crazy it's... happened in this episode or like no cliffhanger. So I right. think something crazy is going to happen in the first episode. Yeah. I think we're going to get straight into, I see a time skip. We're already on Mandalore and we're just straight into the stuff. Like we see a whole battle scene going on and that's how it starts off. Like, I think we're I would not doubt on Mandalore. That. I would not doubt it because I feel like obviously... Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. They just hit us with, you know, the whole, that whole last episode. This could be a, a situation where it's like, all right, here, you just had that. Let me just throw this at you. You're in battle now. You know? So th- that brings up another good point, though. See, I'm going to push back on that for the f- sole fact that we don't know what the situation on Mandalore actually looks like right now. You're right. We know that she wants to retake Mandalore, and I'm going to be really nitpicky here. We don't know from who. What? She hasn't stated who she's taking it back from. We know that the Empire is doing something there, but we don't know who's in power. <laughs> I don't think it's nitpicky, though, because well, we it, it, it's power. a good point because she never says the Empire has Mandalore, you know, or they're, you know, they're taking this. We don't know what's going on necessarily. I mean, we know that someone's there occupying it. And she so wants like, to take it back, but we don't know who Thrawn? and what. Is that Thrawn? Is that maybe somebody from I don't think it Clan Saxon? I think um, Thrawn has to be all in that Ahsoka series. I think that's a. But again, that brings us back. Yeah, to I think that's theory, Ahsoka thing. That brings us back to that theory that all the series will end up connected because Rangers of the oh. Republic. Their um, series description was um, a series culminating in a large scale event. Dude, you're right. So that I'm could saying, mean I think a lot of different things. It's too early, and I, I like I, that. Yeah, I, like that. I, I do too, dude. Because it's it's actually a really cool place to be. Um, yeah. and it's kind of like where the Marvel universe is right now, in a, on a completely different scale. Because we have to wait, I don't know, eight months for something to come out for Star Wars. And, and there are entire movies. To, well, no. Well, well, there are we movies got, and shows. WandaVision comes out. We got, WandaVision, we got WandaVision coming out in about an hour for Amari. Yeah, four for Amari. Whoa. I know what I'm um, doing tonight. Oh? Um, <laughs> I'm going to watch WandaVision, you weirdos. <laughs> Correct. So Moving like on. It. Let's start our like bits today. Two. Um... Yeah, I, I just, I think it is too early. And I think I'm glad it's too early. Because mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of times where you can speculate, and there's a lot of times where the fans can put pressure on the creators of a show or a movie by speculating. I think we saw a lot of that with uh, 7 going into 8, and then even more so 8 going into 9. Uh, and listen, Star Wars fans don't deserve a say in what Star Wars does. Mm-hmm. I feel like we do after the bullshit that went down in episode. Nah, let's make that clear. Seven. Because episode episode nine was trying too hard to to, to give. Oh, you know what? Fans. You're right. You're right. I and agree episode with you. eight was trying too hard to not give the fans what they wanted. There has to be a happy medium, and I think the only way you get no, that is with just John don't Favreau give the fans and Dave what they want at all. Yeah. Because I mean, there, there, there's such thing as good fan service. Good fan service is Boba Fett coming back and kicking ass. I want to point out the whole Marvel Universe only did fan service in their very last movie. That's true, that and they knew it was their last gamble to do <laughs> it. Yeah, that's the only time they have ever done fan service. They had the whole like Doctor Strange and Iron Man. They had the whole Cap uh, and Thor's hammer. With the older, yeah. Mjolnir yeah, like that's the only time they did fan service. And uh, it's actually funny to think about. Episode with the Mandalorian, and also like let, let's even get this: Ray and Kylo kissing was a moment of fan service. Ugh. Which is so stupid that the director hated it, and I'm not here saying I don't. Want, I, I, come, <laughs> I come across as such a big sequels hater in this show, which is not. It, it could be further from the truth because I do like the movies. I, I hate them. So it just bothers me that they folded so much of what the audience wanted, and like you can still see cool fan service in the Mandalorian. Everybody wanted Fennec Shand back, everybody, and she came back, and she was really cool. Everybody wanted Bo Katan back. She came back, and she was really cool. That's fan service. I mean, Did I feel like those characters it? were going to come back either way. We I know, I know, right? I know, I know. But like to have season. their to have their entrances be so exaggerated was fan service. To have Bo-Katan take off her helmet, do a little hair shake, and be like, "I'm Bo-Katan, cry, uh, Chris, 
uh, heiress of the Mandalorian throne. That was fan servicey because it was like, my name's Amigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. It was cool. She was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm a badass. What what the fuck is up, Din? Um, he felt so just not important that episode. <laughs> I would like to point that out. But that's good fan service. Bad fan service is causing a relationship that shouldn't really exist because Kylo Ren was, you know, terrorizing Rey for a better half of a year. And then all of a sudden they were like, oh, well. Kiss, yeah, he was like, kiss he was time. terrorizing her, but also Stockholm like. syndrome, question mark, question mark. A little question bit, mark. huh? <laughs> a little bit, huh? I have he was, he was weird because, I don't know, everybody. Oh, boy, I don't want to piss anyone off. They're like, oh, hey, if you're a Raylo stan, why are you even listening to our podcast? You know we don't, don't like I it. don't think you'll survive on it. We talked so much about how that wasn't um, a good idea. Actually, yes, we haven't talked to a lot about that. But eh, you should get the vibe that we're not on board. I mean, yeah. since we're no, talking it, about it, the it, new it, trilogy, can we just talk about how Finn just had no, like, growth? Hey, man, oh, I was talking. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just popped into my mind. But go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It just, it just doesn't make sense because she was like. Well, one, he'd be like, you're just a you're just a scavenger girl. And then he'd be like, just join me. Take my hand. Take my hand. I'm like, dude, fucking pick an angle, man. And then they're like, <laughs> I will save you with my force heal that I don't even... Oh, that wait, I no, got somehow. I, I, I mean, healed a weird snake. She has it. it makes sense she has it because she's a Palpatine, which are like the strongest force users of all times, only rivaled by, you know, the Skywalkers. And he's a Skywalker, kind of. So... Well, he's a half Skywalker, but I guess it'd be really hard for him to be a full Skywalker. Uh, no. um, <laughs> country. It, it just it's it was dumb, and personally, it's always I don't know. I don't like shaming, but like whenever people are like, oh, who's your favorite Star Wars character? And it'll be like Kylo Ren. I'm like, okay, oh. I will say for a while there, I did like Kylo Ren a lot. Badass. I mean, he's, he's cool. Badass. My, my gripe is more with the relationship me, between those two. That's where my gripe is. I think episode lies. nine really sullied that. And eventually we will talk yeah. a lot about the prequels. We'll have a couple episodes dedicated. I know we're promising that for breakdown. a while. <coughs> Pardon my coughs. Because uh, we've just been talking a lot. I just swallowed a lot of spit. <laughs> and it, that's TMI. Oh, that's always the worst, though. Yeah. All right. like Pits. like Pits. That's three. like Pits. Uh, but yeah, speculation. Like we said, we're in a cool position, not a lot to go off of, uh, which means we don't have a lot to talk about, which means Bennett Buckles is about to hit the most awesome segue of all time. Uh, we have a prequel rewatch set up uh, for the next mm-hmm. couple weeks here. Um, and like I said before, we're moving this show from Thursdays to Fridays. Uh, so over the next couple weeks, we'll be going over. And I can't promise there'll be an episode every single week, uh, but I will promise that we'll get through each three of the prequels. Um, and we're looking at having some special guests there, finally fulfilling that promise as well. And we're just, yeah, we're going to. Maybe, maybe talk about some of the new TV shows coming back. Yeah, maybe talk Wanda about. Vision, if it's good. If we, if we, um, if well, we garner some interest there, we could talk about some um, different Marvel nerd stuff, items. nerd stuff, nerd items, just because. Either way, I have a bad feeling about this. So. Yeah, I have a bad feeling about this. That doesn't have to be just Star Wars. A lot of people say it, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is a Star Wars podcast. Uh, I think Vision says that at one point. I'll have to fact check that, but mm, oddly, oddly related to the oddly show. Related, huh? Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so 2020 was a cool year. We actually, we started this podcast, you know, in November. So we weren't long established like circling Seattle sports. Wow. Um, and congrats to Circling Seattle Sports. Yeah, congrats for Circling Seattle Sports. Congratulations, K. Well, well it's now it's it's all of us. It, it takes it takes our our army of three now to do both of these things. So it's just it's it's cool to be able to sit here and speculate about things and be angry about certain things. You know, yeah, absolutely. So it's 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 just cool to have these sort of platforms to be able to do this kind of stuff. You know, so it's uh, 2021. Lots of room to grow. Uh, and to just continue to grow on that. So, you know, I, I appreciate having you guys around and uh, to see what we do this year of 2021. And uh, speaking of growth, we're going to we're gonna go ahead and I'll announce this right now. We don't have a username quite yet. We don't have an account quite yet. But uh, within the coming weeks, we'll have an Instagram account. We'll have a Twitter account. So instead of having to follow us on our personals uh, and me posting on my personal about this podcast every three days, I'll have an own Instagram account. So you guys, if you're willing to follow that account, 
go ahead and follow it. I'm sure it'll just be, I've got a bad feeling about this, but don't follow that account if it exists already, because it's not us. Uh-huh. And you might be following someone random. It also might be IGABFAT, which is, I've got a bad feeling about this, condensed into an <laughs> acronym. Uh, it's not the most attractive acronym. It's in the works. But you can remember it. Are you kidding me? There is somebody who has IGABFAT, and their name is I Got a Bad Feeling About This. Who are you? Time to buy the rights. Just offer them Who money. are you? Uh-oh. Oh no, there's another guy who's I've got a bad feeling about this podcast. Uh-oh. Well, we will figure this out. We'll figure this I out. I name. think I know who those guys are. And they, they actually do have a fun podcast if you want to go listen to it. It's on Spotify. Uh, there's only three episodes out, um, but they are fun. We have I, more. I, I, we do have more. We have, a, we have twice as many now. Um, if they ever perchance huh. listen to this, Friend, friendly hmm. handshake for thinking of the same name. You thought you, you, beat, me, you beat me by a couple weeks. Uh, Wait, is it also a Star Wars podcast? It is also a Star Wars podcast. The only difference God, is they, the only difference is they have the word podcast at the end. Oh, so, that's lame. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like if my brother, my brother, and me had another podcast called My Brother and My Brother and Me Podcast. So they were just always rivaling <laughs> each other. Um, <laughs> Anyways, we're actually going way over our time. Uh, we set up the prequel rewatch. We did our speculation. We did everything we wanted to do. I said the Instagram thing. Look out for the Instagram. I'll post that on my private. My and private, the Twitter. What am I saying? And I'll look over the Twitter. I'll make both those accounts sooner than later. Uh, and yeah, I just want to say thank you all for listening. Um, the viewership on this podcast has been surprising. Wow. I would have done this if no one listened. And the fact that we have some returning listeners is just fantastic. And I... I love the fact that we get to, like Chuck said, have this platform to basically bitch and moan about Star Wars, and people, <laughs> people like it, I guess. People are like, um, yes, I agree. I More agree listening. With that bitch and moan. So, thank you so much, um, and cheers to 2021. Omari, hit us with that sweet, sweet outro. And this has been another episode of I Have a Bad Feeling About This. I'm your host, Omari Salisbury. Charles Hamaker. And Bennett Buckles. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. And a galaxy far, far away. Nice. Dang. I like that. That's spicy. And so one spicy meatball.